Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Transformers, defenders of truth, Hi, welcome to TFLP episode 500. This is Lucas. I'm joined tonight by Minor Phil. Howdy. And Rick. Tyrese was on the cover of Rides magazine. And I have this for some reason. I remember Why? that. You know what? That bumblebee you- on it. Rick, actually, you should get that framed. I know a guy. Yeah. So yeah, I know a guy is pretty pretty good. Down at the uh, the Hobby Lobby or Michaels or whatever, they they give you a coupon in the mail. The, these coloring and activity books for G two are three for a dollar. Three for a dollar. There you go. Were they actually cost you three for a dollar? Did you buy them back in 1990-whatever? No, I actually found this at a store called Boscov's, and I want to say the year was 1999, and it didn't ring up, and it wouldn't ring up in the computer, and the lady's just like, well, I'm just going to put it in at a dollar twenty-nine for you. And Rick's like, thank you. Sometimes you find gems. Sometimes stuff gets stuck between the rafter or gets thrown under the gondolas and and they come out years later. And and they're like, why why is some full grown guy buying a random Transformers coloring book? But they don't. They don't, don't, they don't, they don't know about, they don't know about my life. What if I got kids? There you go. You You do have kids. So you can like use them as the excuse. Yeah. I got at least two that I know of. Sure. There you go. But in 1999, you did not. I mean, at this point, if a kid from 1999 shows up, I'm going to be like, wow, look at my wrist. It looks like you're 18, buddy. Sorry. Go back to your mom. Actually, yeah, actually, they're 23. Yeah, well, Oof. you know, either way, I'm not paying. Yeah. Oof. So, Phil, why do you have a light strapped to your head? Oh, snap. I'm sorry. I, I forgot I still had this on. Um, I was uh, getting ready for TFCon, and uh, I mean, he's going into the crawl space to dig out some old toys to sell. 
So go. I'm going in the crawl space. I need a light. There's there's some dark corners in there, and uh, yeah, I don't want to be any alone in the dark in there. I I went to my basement today to take pictures of stuff for my panels, and uh, every other thing was like, oh, I didn't know I had that. Oh, look at that. Oh, I didn't know I had that. Oh, wonder where this came from. And then I, and then things like rides featuring Tyrese. And I'm like, where did I buy this? Why did I buy this? Now, let me ask you, I, I thought I remember there being a second cover of that with Barricade on it. Oh, don't say that to me. Don't say <laughs> that to me. I'm not you kidding. bastard. You bastard. Yeah, now I got to dig for it, and hopefully I have it. Otherwise, oh, you bastard. God damn you. I okay, think that so... that sounds right. That sounds right. I think I, I think I do have that. I got so, this Armada so... coloring and activity book. Yep, yep. There's one with Barricade on it. And it's also a Tyrese. It's also Tyrese. Yeah, and it's got wow. you know purple I if he got... logo and the Decepticon purple rides logo and Decepticon emblem in the background. Yeah, and then Tyrese standing in front of Barricade and it says Barricade locks it down. Right. I hope he got paid twice for that. Yeah. So, he, so it looks like he's wearing my... the same outfit in both pictures, so he didn't have to go through wardrobe at all. Well, there you go. So, Rick, here's here's my question. At what point does it become hoarding, and and where do you think you're on that line? We're 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 way past that. We're way past that. So my buddy Mike is going up for the Guinness record, and he's taking pictures of everything, and he's like, "Hey, I might need you to come out here and and uh, attest to this and inventory this," and I'm like. Have you been like, he's like, oh, I see you got comic books. And he's taking pictures of all his comic books. And uh, I'm like, oh, you only have one of each issue? He's like, yeah. You mean you didn't get like every single cover that they ever made? No. Oh. Just me then, huh? I think I only did that for Dreamwave. Well, not oh, just that... you. I should say, I think. I don't know. I know Peter collects a lot of the variants too, or he did. Yeah, I I think I'm missing 16 Dreamwave comics total. How are you missing 16, Rick? Jeez. Yeah, I think there's 16 covers from conventions and stuff that I'm missing. Oh, that I oh, that I don't covers, have. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I've I've got boxes and boxes and boxes of comics that have never been read. Because how many, you know, I got five of the same issue. Well, you just need to join book club and then you could lend those five copies to other members of book club to, uh, to help read them. No. (laughs) Okay. Let me think about it. No, no. Fair enough. How about no? So what's tonight? What are we doing tonight? So it's so tonight TFCon? we're we're taking a break from getting ready for TFCon, 
And unfortunately, I was having trouble recruiting some other members of the cast because apparently they said that they are behind on getting ready for TFCon. So, um, you know, just to, to mention, I think probably all of us, uh, you know, like about half the cast will either have a booth or have some kind of room sale like at TFCon, right? Because, uh, you know, I know that uh, Anna and I are going to have a booth with uh, my friend Aaron, uh, I believe Paul is going to have a booth. Rick, of course, you're going to have a wonderful, huge booth showing off. I got a, I got a big booth. I got like like three booths. Sh- showing total off recall some on amazing, one. amazing stuff, uh, some amazing artwork, and uh, you know the. Yeah, I'm not bringing with. any books. I'm just bringing, I'm just bringing framed art, and it's all officially licensed art except for two pieces which is fan art but it's all professionally framed ready to go on your wall so come visit my booth and bring money there you go that's exciting Ooh, Catherine wants to hear our third penny our, our third our third party panel predictions and uh, I just want to quickly say we still won't see fans toy superior or menasaur uh, I guarantee you there's a brand new company we've never heard of that's making a predicting. Okay. That's actually not Is that insider idea. information? That that no, that's just that's that's my prediction. Brand new okay. company it's gonna be called something like Chantel's Tears. And and they're gonna be making a, you know, a one six scale predicting. I thought everyone had to make a devastator. Right, well, the Predaking actually transforms into Devastator. And then it has a vehicle mode, and that's Prowl. I um, I predict that there's going to be a new company that is making some type of a G.I. Joe Transformers crossover, like, you know, add-on kit that you can get for uh, God knows what. To make his tank Megatron not suck? To make his tank Megatron into Optimus his tank the way it's supposed to be. I hope there's a third party company out there that actually makes the his tank into Optimus the way it was in the comics. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be an add-on kit. I can't imagine you'd have to basically start from scratch. It'd be it'd be all new. It'd be all new. No, somehow it like converts it, but there's just so many parts to it that it's just completely new. And the face still still goes in the butt. Okay, so I'm curious. Anna has a comment that says that she wants to hear the third panty now. What what does that mean? Oh, because I what? misspoke. She said. Ooh, the what now? Oh, this is what she said in the Because when I was trying to say third party panel predictions, I said third panty panel predictions. Oh. Mm. I, I, I fused party and panel together as a word, and it came out as panty. So, so Phil, what convention are you going to this weekend? I don't know. It's in Rosemont somewhere. <laughs> I will say that the big convention center across the street from where our hotel is at, where TFCon's at, 
they do get a lot of the you know adult themed conventions and crazy anime conventions and that so that wouldn't uh that would be something that would probably exist at a at a, oh. one of those conventions. here's here's hoping here's hoping um i'm i'm gonna be doing two panels it's my first time doing two panels at a tf and i'm doing two panels i've never done before so the the first panel is friday night and it's gonna be oddball licensed goods it's just random, really weird licensed goods that are just like here here is an Optimus sword that doesn't look anything like the Optimus sword. So what but you're that's... saying is is if you a are a regular viewer of TFLP and you know, oof my wallet and, and whatnot, if you've been watching through the years, you may have seen some of these gems or are they brand new? That you've never um, shown off before. No, I've been I've been digging through. I've been digging through some things, but it's I'm going I'm going the more goofy route, like Transformers lip balm and um, hand sanitizer. Okay. You know, there's there's going to be things from all over the spectrum. G one, G two, B stores. It's going to be it's going to be all over the place. Is there like a Beast Wars officially licensed dog leash? No, but I got a lot of Beast Wars stuff. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got a lot of Beast Wars stuff. I'm gonna, yeah. I and then I'm doing a second. Look, I got like some like Bumblebee scuba set. <laughs> Remember that time in Transformers Prime, Bumblebee had to wear a scuba set? Well, what about the last night where whatever the robot guy's name was that went out and got the the fish to make sushi for Lucky yeah. Mark? Right. Right. So there you go. Can yes. we create that scene? Right. Or Transformers, the travel neck pillow. These These are two of the gems that you will see if I remember to photograph them for the panel. Now, Rick, are you driving or flying to, to oh, TFCon? Because you could use bring... that on the flight. Yeah, no, I'm bringing a whole booth. Okay. Um, boy, Transformers projector flashlight. When you want to project... It's got three projections. Egon, Spengler, and Venkman. Wait, what? And then I'm doing another panel on Sunday which I think is going to be the, the more fun panel where I, I expect a few oohs and ahs. It's going to be uh, prototypes and concept art and unreleased items and stuff like that. I, I spent the day photographing things here and there. I'm not saying where I got the things. I feel like that panel, Rick, is just going to be like, I own it, you don't, you can't ever have I don't it. know you where these want. things come from, and I don't know who owns them. Okay. But I, I you know, let's let's share some, hey, do you, do you ever see this kid version of Optimus Prime that was made? Or uh, did you ever see this really cool box that never came out with the lentic? Do you ever see the lenticular Dark of the Moon boxes? No. Well, you will at the panel. 
I I will say though, Rick, I don't know that you can rile people up like you did some of those machine robo prototypes that you showed off. Uh, oh, this this was. garbage. This garbage right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, because the last time that you showed that off on like whatever the machine robo show was. Like, some guys on the TFW boards got really upset because they're like, that guy doesn't even, he's not a true fan of Machine Robo. He doesn't even know what that stuff is. Like, we're the true yeah, fans. No, like, why does he have that? I've seen the Rock Lords movie. I, I know what they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know what? When you're in the business, you know, stuff like this comes your way. So, you know, don't don't be mad because I, you know... I happen to have something you don't. That's that's a shitty attitude. Be mad because I don't know what it is, and you do. That's why you should be mad. Yeah, that, I think that's why they were mad. It was because yeah. one, you had it, and two, you, like you barely knew what so, like that. Because obviously, Transformers is a different beast. You you pretty much you know have you've probably forgotten Dude. more Transformers knowledge than a lot of people have. I, I mean, I've got so many different, like, prototypes and stuff from brand. I've got Robotech stuff. I've got He-Man stuff. I've got unreleased He-Man figures. Like, I, I just... When when you collect... I don't, I, I don't want to say when you collect on my level. That's a negative way of saying it. That's, that disqualifies the, other, the way other people collect. When you collect... The amount that I collect, you're going to come across these things more often than, say, other people would. Right. The connections so I'm that like, you made. Oh, I don't collect. God. Yeah. You know what? I don't collect Ninja Turtles, but yeah, you know what? I'm going to buy those hard copies from you. Sure. See, and, and I myself, I just appreciate some of that stuff, just being able to see some of it, because I myself have no interest in having a room full of, you know, Transformers, uh, you know, w shaving cream or whatever, but, you know. Oh, hey. crap, yeah. There's a lot of Transformer shaving cream, and, and yeah, a lot of that came out for movie four. Have you yeah. ever been concerned that some of those products will somehow like explode? Like, or like, do you seal those types of things up so that they don't potentially like, like, so say if you had a, whatever the Transformers Mountain Dew or something like that. And I don't know, just somehow that that can explode or shaving cream explodes or whatever at some point. I have the Transformers removable freezer pack. Is that what you put on your burn wounds when the other things explode? Yeah, yeah, because I have one sealed and I have one open. Okay. Like tra Transformers non-Pez candy dispenser. It's not Pez. It's not Pez. It's Click. You you click the candy out. You don't Pez it out. You click wait, wait, it out. Wait. Hold on. There's a knockoff of Pez that was officially licensed Transformer stuff. Yeah, it's like it's actually more of a knockoff of Smarties. Instead of instead of shooting Pez, it shoots out 
an off-brand Smarties candy. Smarties, when you want to eat chalk, eat Smarties. Well, this this is um, Revenge of the Fallen Smarties Click Candy Dispenser. Optimus Prime. Did Hasbro make that? No, this is a license. This is a license. Good. This is actually it. And what's crazy about it? It's got the Dreamwave logo. It's got the Transformers Collectors Club information on the back of it. This is made by Awesome, not Awesome, Awesome. The Transformers Collectors Club like made an appearance on there. Yeah. But what's even crazier is, and these are not to be uh, taken internally, um, refillable Transformers uh, rabbit holiday eggs. Did you attempt to take them internally and you're telling I, us from your own experience that you shouldn't do it? I could see you're, you're going to be in the front row at this panel, Phil. You're just you're just full of excitement. I, I will say the one licensed thing that I think is my favorite, and we've talked about this in a previous episode a year or so back, the 80s Halloween masks. Like the Metroplex one, and I think Snarl. Like Those things just look straight up nightmare fuel. Right. What, what about holiday balls? They have... They have candy inside that non-exploding candy. Holiday balls. Oh, I got a good one, Phil. This, Phil, if this doesn't get a reaction out of you, then I don't want to see you at my panel. Rick, <laughs> I just ask that you hold it in the middle of the camera, just because I can't see everything the way the the camera angles are set if up. If this, if this doesn't get you know the blood pumping, then I don't want to see you in that room. Uh, I might not Transformers. If it's Friday, I'm going to be sitting in my own booth. No, it's Sunday. This is the Transformers officially licensed fun net. Oh, that does look fun. It's a fun net. Yeah. It's. I don't know how to get online with it, but it's a fun net. And you, I don't know what you. I mean, you could take. You can take things and look. Look how much fun I'm having. Look how much fun I'm having. I mean, it's nice to. I'm going to put two things in it now. What's nice about that is is that you don't have to take the packaging off to still have fun with the net. I know. I bet you I'd have a lot more fun with it, though. But you know I, what, though? I'm having a good time with this. Now that this video exists and people see that you put things in the net, just 20% of the value just gone. Just gone. Yeah. The fact I'm, that you put I'm something probably, in the net. I think I'm going to have this graded. Yeah. I, you I know, definitely... Here's the thing I don't understand. Why they had to put the word fun in it. It's implied if it's a little net that it's fun. It's just like saying the word fun twice for all intents and purposes. I mean, that's just, I feel like wasted ink. Wasted ink right there. Um, so what Rick, about Dark? Ron, Ron thinks that you should hand out some of that candy at the panel. Dark, Dark of the Moon um, flashlight. This, pl- this product glows. I'm surprised those batteries haven't corroded more. This product Glows. This is made. This is made by disguise. Okay, so not question, Rick. Um, yeah. Does 
does Hasbro, like, is there any type of, like, bar that they set for licensed products? Like, is there, I mean, I'm assuming there are certain products that they won't are allow you, a license on, right? Are but, you saying if, if they're, like, a low that they... Right. Yes. Right. Um, well, when I was there, there was. There was a product that got designed, got pitched, and then Aaron archer who was my boss at the time said this doesn't make any sense don't make this and it was a set of computer speakers in the shape of g1 megatron the robot mode why and oh the robot mode and then everyone was like why isn't it sound wave should be sound wave and then aaron for some reason got really mad and said tell them they can't make that and and it never came out but you have the prototype. No. Okay. I, I wish I did. Lucas, Jim's trying to jump on. Oh. I uh, I do have the uh, soft sport bat and ball set. I mean, some of these other fine products that are here, I mean, I just don't I don't understand why, you know, somehow that uh, they couldn't make a Megatron speaker set. Yeah, right. But they can make Transformers two-piece bath, bath set. Right. Why not right. three-piece? Why not a shower mat as well? This thing on? Right. Good evening, you, Jim. You're on. Hi. Hey, Jim. I'll how's it going? Soon. It's been a minute. Man, it, it has been a while. So, yeah, so we brought you back to see, think, you know, uh, what your thoughts are on, on TFCon. Jim, do you know that Durant's not on the show anymore? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's how long you, ha you haven't been on the show. Yeah. He has been on yeah. since then. Uh, do, you know, do you know that Don got married? I do. Wait, Don used to be on yes. the show? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Before Kilby uh, wouldn't allow him. <sighs> no, he he's, he was on there. Oh, I'm trying to think of how long it's been. Uh, so we have a veteran joining us tonight. About two or three years, anyway. That's right. We have a veteran from the dark ages of of TFYLP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, Jim, are you going to make it? To, to Monday nights, I've uh, I've had a conflict with my work schedule. And, Right now, I'm in the middle of uh, fully paid paternity leave because, uh, as some of you may have heard, uh, I, uh, my, my wife and I, we were able to adopt my my, uh, my foster son, uh, my boy that we've been fostering since he was three months old. So he is ours now. And uh, so my employer offers uh, six weeks paternity leave, fully paid, 100%. So I've been kind of resting. I'm taking it easy. I'm like, you know what? It's Monday. I wonder what the guys are up to. So I figured I'd pop in and uh, see how things are going. Mm. Well, congratulations. So, our, yeah, uh, yes, congratulate, kudos. Yes, thank that's you. a noble thing to uh, foster a child and, and then to give them a permanent home. So well done. Man, um, it is, it is how was it having Rick as your son? I mean, expensive. I, I'm used to him. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to him. You can't walk so into like, a Daddy, Walmart. Daddy, buy me this. You can't walk into a Walmart without buying me something. 
Well, I mean, it, he, he comes in handy because he, he can reach stuff on the top shelf, and I, I just, I'm just a little too short to... Yeah, to... yeah. I can drive him places, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Jim, are you going to make it to uh, TFCon? I was originally planning on trying to uh, make the trek up there, but uh, life has other plans. Uh, got a lot to, got a lot going on, but uh, I will be trying to go to the uh, this convention next month here in Indy, uh, Fanboy Expo, I think it's called, uh, where Peter Cullen and Frank Walker are both going to be in attendance. So that's going to be my, my backup. Uh, but I was originally wanting to try to go up there to, to Chicago, hoping to see everybody. But, uh, oh, so yeah, I guess wasn't in the uh, books this time. Peter Peter Cullen is going to be there. Uh, Walker's not going to be sure. there at the same time, though, right? For TFCon. No, no, yeah. no. no. But, but Indianapolis I, next month, they're they're both going to be in attendance. Yeah, I think uh, I think Colin also plans on announcing um, some guests for TFCon LA, oh. which happened earlier this year at the show. So. And they actually announced TFCon LA dates already, right? Yes. Yes. Trying to get ahead of that, of the crowd, you know. Get those spring break plans uh, in place. Putting their their flag in the the sand. I'm trying to figure out, like, whatever happened to TFCon Orlando? Like, I, I thought that they may have brought that back, but... Apparently, is that going to be like uh, at a random date in the future? Well, we made we made the T-shirts, and if you're cool, you got one. Um, but yeah, I I kept trying to convince Colin he should just set up a website where you know we just put up pictures of other conventions and say, oh, we had such a great time at TFCon Orlando. It was amazing. <laughs> There you go. I I am looking forward to uh, seeing my friends. Uh, you know, not everyone made it to LA, so th- we'll have a much uh, stronger TFYLP showing at uh, at Chicago. Yeah. And I assume Lucas, we're gonna we're gonna film something at the show. Yeah, I mean, who we knows said that last life? year, and then at the end of the end of the day, we're like, I'm tired. Did we not do one? Because uh, I know that we have in the past, but did we not do it last time? We did not. Um, Ooh, turbo. That's fine. We, so. we kept saying, like, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we were all just like, um, I'm really tired. <laughs> I don't got the energy for this, man. Well, like I said, the thing that's going to be hard is, is half of us are going to be vendors at the show. So Seriously. But, or so know, if, if you do come out. by my table and you want to buy something for me, I, I, I will likely give you a discount. Not on every item. It's but, but use the code Phil sucks at his table to get twenty five percent off. That, that a discount. Not much of that. Now, Not now the twenty five percent off is actually at Rick's booth. Like at Phil's booth, it's only five percent. But it at Rick's yeah, it's like five percent discount. This is um, primed and painted Megatron for your oh. painting pleasure. Speaking of painting, the custom class Friday, that strong arm toy looks really nice. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I am changing my plans to uh, 
drive up a little early. It's about a 12-hour drive for me. So I'm going to plan on leaving a little early on Thursday. Hopefully I make it there in time on Friday. And I'm going to get in the standby line to see if anybody doesn't show up. I'll take their spot. Because that strong arm figure, the strong arm figure, if you haven't seen it, it's from um, the Bumblebee Cybertron mode ratchet. Yeah. And it's got some custom, you know, 3D printed parts. And uh, it's a really cool strong arm. Yeah. I think it's a new weapon and a new head. Yeah, I no sure, I, I wasn't sure about the weapon. Yeah, I didn't see the weapon personally. Is is that the first time like that Azim's done uh, stuff for a couple years um, for the custom class, or has he done it in the last couple? Because like I know he's, uh, they've provided parts in the past. Uh, what's what's his company again? Um, Underform. Underform, yes. And they're those are all designed by um, Trent Troop. Wonderful, oh. wonderful human being. Nice, nice. Lucas, I don't know the answer to your question. I mean, I'll, I'll be candid. The, the previous year's custom class stuff, I, I never attended one. None of them really jumped out at me, but this is this is one that definitely jumps out at me. It's funny you say that, Phil, because I've never attended a custom class either. And this is the first one in like 10 years that, that made me go, oh, yeah, I kind of want that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nice looking. It's like I, I want Hasbro to make that toy now, right? I know. Give I it, give it ten years. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it'll at still some be point. on the same mold. Right. right. It'll actually be Silverbolt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually did enjoy that character though. A uh, strong arm. Do you imagine what would happen if they made a masterpiece Silverbolt? Like every figure would just be based off Silverbolt going forward. Here's Optimus Prime. Looks like he's he's got Silverbolt's legs. Did we already make the joke about is it cake, but is it Silverbolt? <laughs> <laughs> is it cake or is it Silverbolt? Yeah. And if it's a cake of Silverbolt, because people's brains just explode. They can't handle that. Masterpiece <gasps> uh, Silverbolt. Uh, this is Crasher. This is one of my favorite characters from Rock Lords. <laughs> uh, just want to point I that honestly, out. Honestly, Rick, if you want to bring that to the show, I would love to have that myself. Because I. How have... about I bring it to the show and we light it on fire? I I, ha I actually have all the other action toys uh, figures that they released, so I, I kind of was a little bit uh, wishing I had some of those myself. So, well, baby, everything has a price. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I really care that much. Wait, was 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 that not the vintage? No, no that that was not a G one Crasher. I, I just I, I only caught a passing close when you had it in your hand there. Here, I'll, I'll, sh I'll show it again for those who didn't see it. Nice. They actually I, released I that choo -choo one. I choo-choo-choose you. They, they, they did release that one, so... Oh, this one came out? That one came out, yeah. Is it relatively... Oh. Not that long well, ago. Well, I guess I don't I need it anymore. Ago. <laughs> 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 this is the discard pile. Uh... <laughs> 
I'm just set it on fire. <laughs> put it, put it on the trade pile. Yeah, it's um, a hand painted resin. Uh, it's on the trade pile. Too late. It's on the trade pile. But yeah. Um. So yeah. So I guess like we're we're gonna talk about what we're looking forward to at TFCon. So we already covered that we're we're looking forward to Rick's panel, uh, which he already gave half of uh, here on the show tonight. Uh, or one of his, no, I, I guess, even, two panels, right? Because you had... This isn't even stuff I photographed. This is just stuff that's sitting around. I'm doing, yeah, two panels. So yep. Friday night is the um, licensed oddities panel. And then uh, Sunday is the, uh, what I, I think, the more ooh-ah panel, which is uh, prototypes, concept stuff, unreleased art unreleased toys type thing okay um and but yeah like what else are we looking forward to at the show peter cullen i got my ticket for peter cullen i uh i got a dvd of transformers the movie that's got frank welker's signature on it and susan blue and uh john marashita so so having peter cullen's on there i'm gonna be very very excited for that i so. have a transformers movie poster it's got like 14 autographs on it and even though i've met susan blue a bunch of times and got to hang out with her uh once during the um we spent the whole day together while she was filming the uh audio commentary for the original film she i'm like oh i totally forgot to have you sign my poster so now i'll finally like 15 years later Get her to sign my poster. Is she there this weekend? Susan Blue's there this weekend. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I forgot that. I'm also excited for David Kay, but I mainly want to talk to him about last week tonight. So that's just... (laughs) For for those of you who don't know David Kay uh, on the the HBO show last week tonight, every week they do a... uh, a little segue segment that he does the voice intro for. And it's basically just one or two lines where he says, and now, and usually this time of year, it'll be, and now local news anchors go crazy over pumpkin spice lattes. Holy or, crap. Is that him? That's him. Yeah. Wow. So I, we I, I really want to ask that, him what uh, his favorite one of those is. Wow. We were, we were talking at a uh, TF Con LA and you know, like we, we were just mentioned, like nobody had approached him about, uh, being in the Eternals movie, like nobody like mentioned anything. What was he in the Eternals? He was the Celestial. Uh, yep. uh, is it? I can't remember its name. Kakarot? Yeah, it was Kakarot. I did not catch that. Yeah, he was. He was the head of uh, Celestial. The, I am Mushu. That's yeah. what it was. It was Mushu. He was. That was the Celestial's name. Pork, and uh, and and nobody had mentioned that to him. I, I think probably my favorite role that uh, David Kay has done was he used to be the uh, the voice for the Enzyme commercials. He was the guy that would always go, "This is Bob." <laughs> that was him. That's David Kay. I remember there was a really attractive girl in one of those commercials. And she Just sat on them? Bob's lap, and I'm like, "Wow, that she is gorgeous." 
Wow. Uh, he, he was he was the narrator for those. Yeah, he's done a ton of things. He oh. he was in Beast Wars. He, he wait, was in Happy Gilmore. Are you sure? He was in Happy Gilmore. He was in Happy Gilmore. When uh, Shooter McGavin is being interviewed by all the uh, all the reporters, he's one of the reporters. Wow! Oh, that's... I go back and see that. Wow, that's too bad. How about that? Would have been nice to have that? a scene with Bob Barker. There was um, there was a show. It's on HBO right now. HBO Max. It's called. Um, I think it's called Steve and Three Aliens, or, or Greg and Three Aliens. It's a cartoon show. It only lasted one season, and he he does one of the aliens on that show. Mm. It is hilarious. It's one of those Adult Swim, you know, oh, yeah. airs airs at four in the morning TV shows. Is it Battlestar Galactica? Aldrin. All right, I gotta look at I gotta look at this IMDb page before I, you know, go and speak <laughs> to him. I gotta figure out what I want him to sign too. I'm not sure. You know who hasn't been at a TFCon in quite some time? Um, Orson Scott, Wells. Scott McNeil. When was the yeah. last time he was around? Has I haven't seen him in a long time. Lately, I, I don't feel like I don't feel like he's done a show in a long time. Yeah. Nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> was he in Human Alliance? No. No. Hmm. Uh, what ex- You know, I haven't been paying attention. Uh, what exclusives are there this year? Oh, man. I, uh... um, another Seeker. It's, it's not... I don't know if it's... Solar storm, sunstorm, oh, Mate Toys, sunstorm, something. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's the violet one, I think. No, right? no, it's the, no, it's, one it's, of it's the a golden ones. one. Yellow, okay. gold, or golden, orange. or whatever. Which I thought they had yeah. already released. Like, is this one more orangish, and like the other one was more yellow? I think so. So the I think I, the big uh, one is going to be God Delta. Which I know Catherine yes. mentioned that that's what she was looking forward to. She won't be able to make it, but uh, we'll, we'll have to, you know, get one for her. And um, that is sure. the masterpiece um, God Bomber in Diaclone colors, right? Yeah. It's the fans' hobby, third party, as you described. Yep, Diaclone colored. Yeah. Um, Don't believe I've seen Super Optimus. Yeah. yeah Actually, yeah. I was going to say, it's what, a set with both of them. Um, so like, cause I think that, um, like, did they release that, to, uh, the God Bomber set, like everything together for fans hobby or did you have to buy them separately before? No, I don't I know that off the top of my head. Separate. Yeah. So like this one's actually all combined. So it's, uh, it's a, just a, a, uh, you know, $335. That's it. <laughs> oh my God. So it's the opposite. It's the Power Master Optimus and the God Bomber, huh? Yeah. Right. I mean, the, oh the, the, the name of the set. I was, was going to look it up. I, I, I don't call them, but have you seen it? It's called God Delta. Yep. So it's Delta. both of them together. So that's going to be like, I can't even imagine how big that's going to be. Yeah. Fans hobby. Like they, they make smaller toys, but their bigger toys are, are hefty chunks of plastic yeah. and metal. 
Yeah. I actually feel like that they're bigger stuff. I mean, this can be said for a lot of the companies that uh, their their bigger things are more impressive, but. Um, so, but yeah, I think that's the only exclusives that uh, they've announced so far. But, I mean, who knows? Like last minute, I feel like um, like a lot of times MMC doesn't announce the last minute just because they never know whether or not they'll actually like get there kind of thing. Like I, I know they've had some stuff in the past where it's like, they just show up the day of the show and, you know, go, here you go. Here's, you know, whatever random exclusive. Here, here's a tiny Fort Max in, uh, in, uh, Brave Max colors for you. Hmm. So wow. Well, uh, so this year, uh, TFCon Chicago, I definitely want to get the Portillo's and get some Chicago beef. I like it dipped with peppers. Well, obviously. Do you ever yeah. do the cake shake, Rick? No, no, no. What is that? Oh, the cake shake. Portillo's cake shake. They they take a a piece of their chocolate cake, and blend it into their milkshake and then you just drink the diabetes and it tastes amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cut off my foot already. I love it. it it's worth it. It's worth uh, it. Oh, oh my God. Ugh. Yes. Uh, I, I do want to say for, uh, anyone listening that, uh, I find most of the TFYLP cast to be extremely uh, boring when it comes to culinary adventures. There is a restaurant in Chicago I've been dying to try that serves a whole alligator. And nobody wanted to, you know, I think it's like 10 people minimum. Because I can't eat a whole alligator, not, not anymore. And like only three people were like, yeah, I'm down for that. Um alligator the whole th- organs everything and and then you get to take the skull you know the skull you take that with you anyway chicago is not a particularly uh weather pleasant place to be but it does have some amazing food this weekend though it's going to be nice weather it's going to be in the 60s and, and even to the 70s I'm trying to figure out where in Chicago you find an alligator without going to the zoo. Um, well, look up uh, uh, Chance the Gator if you ever have a chance. Find it on Bing. Yeah, just yeah. go to Bing and then or ask Jeeves and then you you, you put in Chicago Alligator Restaurant and it'll. So it'll I've, I've not tried any of those. What about uh, I've, I've got uh, I've got Lycos and Dogpile. Yeah, either of those. Yeah, try that. Okay, and, and, and switch over to Netscape Navigator. Look, look in the yellow pages. <laughs> I don't See, have a color monitor. I, I feel like uh, Peter would just be like, "What's the big deal about alligator? I've got one sitting in my front yard right now." Yeah. So, did I ever tell you the story of how I used to own an alligator? No. All right. So I was working. Wait, is at- this Beast Wars Megatron? So I was working at was the original Play like? With This toys, and next door was uh, an exotic pet store. 
And the Russian girl who owned it comes in. She gives me a box. She's like, police are at my store. You watch box for me. And she was just so gorgeous. How could I say no? Right? So I'm like, all right, I'll watch the box. So, you know, I figure it's like a, it's like a gun or drugs or whatever. And, um, you know, I just put the box behind the register. And all of a sudden I hear like, mm, 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 mm. And I open the box and there's like 10 baby alligators in it. Right? So she comes back. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. Police come, they go, they don't find anything. So I'm like, can you sell me one of the alligators? She's like, I give you special good time happy price, $225. So my whole senior year in college, there was a guy up on the ninth floor who had a dog, and he was the shit. But down on the fifth floor, Mr. Rick had a fucking alligator. And then when I got home after I graduated college, I built this huge enclosure for Spooky outside. The, the thing's name was Spooky. And then my uh, shit neighbor called the cops and I got a $375 fine for housing an animal like that. And the oh. only reason I didn't get arrested was because my grandfather was the mayor. How, how did you have an alligator... At college. Well, she she was only about this big. At her biggest. Right? That's how big she was. You know, about, you know, not even a foot. But of, out of the four people on the cast tonight, I guarantee you I'm the only one within like a 50% chance who's actually showered with an alligator. Knowingly. Sure, yeah, okay. Fair enough. But see, I just, you know, I, I, I'm sure that that brings back nostalgia for you to eat alligator in Chicago, you know, Rick. I just, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I mean, apologize. shit, I need a dog, you know? You know, if you serve, you serve me dog, you know, I'm, I'm going to try it. If they say, oh, this is, this is, this is a guy from, you know, Camden, New Jersey tonight. We're serving him uh, sashimi style. I mean, I'm I'm kind of curious. You know? I mean, food is food, right? When I went to China, uh, the menu had a lion's paw. So you can spend $80 and buy a lion's paw to consume. Can you make I mean, wishes on it? I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I ended up going with the camel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got the camel steak instead. That's gamey. Very, it was a little dry. Little yeah, dry. I can imagine. Yeah. Should have had the hump. That's all fat. You can't eat the hump. It's just fat. Sure it's not it filled with it water. It wouldn't be as dry. Yeah. It's not filled in with water like like on Looney Tunes. It's actually fat. Well, yeah, but then when you heat it up, it breaks down. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. I guess. Uh, anyone I have I any? Didn't have any the, I, I didn't have in my defense the the desire to drive forty five minutes into the city. And uh, then back on on Friday or Saturday night. So uh, 
apologize for not getting to uh, help you live out your dream of eating a whole alligator. One day. One day. Um, Does anyone have any uh, wish list items for TFCon? I wish to sell a lot of stuff. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm there more to get rid of things than to bring back things. But, I mean, I'm always going to be... You know, keeping my eye open for Action Master stuff, some MicroMasters bases. I really would like to get a nice, and I mentioned this, like, I think a couple weeks ago, a nice, uh, clean version of of Deluxe Insecticon Barrage. Um, You know, I think he's, uh, those Deluxe Insecticons are pretty fun. I've only got Venom, so I, I, you know... Wouldn't mind getting, you know, Chop Shop and or Barrage. Barrage, I think, is my favorite. Venom's the best one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. As a kid, I love Chop Shop. So I don't have anything specific, but I have a genre that that I'm going to be focused on at this convention. I've narrowed it down. Instead of buying everything I see... To just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on European figures. I, I need to finish off my European collection. What do you have left? Like European you? figures, like the one the Russian exotic pet store lady had. Yes. <laughs> like the. Uh, uh, like you know, I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing some uh, action masters. I'm missing some G2. Oh, uh, you know, power masters and predators. So. I feel like those those are always somewhat hard to find. I feel like at TFCon, like I don't I don't see them come up as yeah. often. Um, you know, because I, I know that there there was um, a guy one year that had a bunch of G two stuff from his collection he was selling off, but for the most part, I don't really see a lot of of G two stuff. Yeah, there was only one table in California, TFCon there, that, that had uh, European stuff. You see a lot of Japanese stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, you know, you see a lot of rare Japanese stuff. But, uh, yeah, this I'm, I'm going to try and target the European stuff, because i gotta, I got to finish off that, that section. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as Phil. I don't know, and I don't know if this is going to get me in trouble that I don't actually have anything on my list. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm kind of there more to sell than I am to to buy myself because I don't know. I've I've kind of completed a fair amount of the collection that I really want, but like you know, Rick, kind of the same as you were. Some of that European stuff. Um, you know, there's a handful of pieces that, uh, you know, if they, they present themselves to me, I may, you know, go ahead and, and, and grab one or two, but, uh, you know, for the most part, I, I kind of, I, I feel like there's not a lot of stuff that I'm really on the hunt for anymore. I got a lot of that stuff carded, but I, I'd like to have the loose figures Mm -hmm. too, so. You know, it, it's scary to think there's still a few G1.5 figures I've never handled. You know, because I either have them carded or 
Um, I think I've, I think I've touched every figure, but I think yeah, part of it, my collection. Yeah, think, my collection. You know, any yeah, yeah. I need some predators. Yeah, even though uh, even though I'm not able to make it uh, up there this year, um, there's, a, there's a few things I'm needing to really catch up on uh, more than anything as far as. Uh, Mainly studio series, um, just the, like the past like wave and a half. I'm I'm behind on. So Jim, are you doing because um, uh, studio series eighty six as well, or just the other studio series stuff, the movie stuff? Well, I started in studio series, uh, <clears throat> not realizing that all the different directions it was going to go as it progressed. Because I thought, you know, hey. This is a numbered line. I got the 18 Bumblebee and the and the, was the, the 09 uh, or 06, whatever, uh, Starscream. I'm like, yeah, I, I can do a numbered line. You know, boxes are pretty uniform shape, easy to, you know, easy to organize. <sighs> then Thundercracker was an exclusive. Then you got the, uh, the, the Garage Bumblebee 15 and the, the, the two with the cassettes. Mm-hmm. Devastator as a box set, Devastator individually, just and, and then Buzzworthy Bumblebee started up. I'm, I'm like, man, <laughs> I just wanted one to a hundred. But I feel like that that's pretty much the way it all goes, right? Where you start off and you're like, oh, this Apparently. won't be too bad, and and then like you know, a couple years later down the rabbit hole, you're like, gosh darn it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then. Uh, I made the mistake of trying to get into uh, generations at the same time I was trying to focus on Studio Series, and so one took away from the other a little bit. Then Studio Series 86 happened, and so now everything's kind of intermeshed. Just a mess. But... <sighs> you still have about three-fifths of the way done on Menasaur. Hey, Jim, uh, since you're on the show, I'm going to show this off. This is I was eyeballing that. Yeah, I noticed that back there. This is a giant Creo plush figure. It is. It is. I don't know why this exists or why they decided, hey, let's make Optimus Creo Optimus into a giant $50 plush figure. I have no knowledge of it, what markets it was available in or, or anything. Uh, there's also there's also a USB hub and there's there's some some, uh, some like lights and other odds and ends. Yeah, yeah, I, I sent you a picture of the USB hub. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's Korean. Hmm? Yeah. Here, oh, here, here's another interesting little thing. God damn. I got, every time I think I'm like, oh, th this won't be any good. This is the um, official Bumblebee adult bathrobe. We'll see. If, if I happen so to see... An adult-sized uh, bumblebee bathrobe of the show. I may have to pick it up. See that? Those the type of thing I may just have to explore, John. Yeah, know. there's there's bumblebee, there's Optimus, and I think there's uh, Soundwave, well. or maybe Starscream. I mean, Paul has to have the Starscream one, right? No, no, don't tell him about it. <laughs> we should all buy them none of them and then spray. just wear them on the show one night, and and never even reference them. No, I think we need to get them AFA graded, actually. So, 
feel like those robes are for like when you really like Transformers, but you're also a furry. Yeah, speaking of furry, isn't that what Beast Wars was for? Yeah, but you couldn't wear it. No. That was when the Transformers themselves became furries. Um, instead of kiss players, they're fur players. Yeah. Why not both? Right. Hey, nothing wrong with that. If that's your thing. If you if you are a furry, you're still welcome in the Transformers community. Probably more welcome in the My Little Pony community, but you're not unwelcome in the Transformers community. I mean, the My Little Pony community has uh, John Delancey, so I mean... Was John, was John Delancey in the My Little Pony show? Yep. He was the first celebrity I ever met. Was he really? Mm-hmm. And he was mean, too. Encounter at Rick Point. He was mean. I could see him being mean. Um, this is not a drill. This is a hammer. Very nice. We're doing prop comedy now. I just, I just assumed that you're gonna show that off and be like, "Oh, this is my Korean hammer from you know, Dark of the Moon." It's right. got the Decepticon logo like at the bottom of the handle. <laughs> this is my Transformers <laughs> tables and chair set from Animated. It's still sealed. Oh, Rick, oh. Christ. Let, let me, this is a sincere question. How much of these items are worth more than the original retail price? None of them. That's, that's, okay. that's the beauty of it. <laughs> okay. That's that's the magic of it. My, well, because you have things like the the inflatable Starscream G1 thing from the 80s. You think I'm going like... to get anyone to pay me eight bucks for Tyrese on Rides Magazine? Hell no. So one None question I have worth. is, is like, did your kids ever like somehow wander into your, into your room and like rip open a bunch of that stuff? Because I feel like my kid would have just just somehow I'd leave the door accidentally open. And when my kid was four years old or something, just like rip open, like all that stuff. No, no. Um, as I said, I have the two kids. I used to have three. Okay. Okay, well, that explains yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. That, that was the alligator, right? <laughs> Spooky. So, wait, wait, Rick. What ended up happening to the alligator? I'm curious oh, to know. so the, uh, the cops came and took Spooky to a North Jersey wildlife facility because she couldn't be released back into the wild. And they said, you're more than welcome to come visit her. And I said, no, nah, I got what I needed out of it. Take care of her. And and that's how he got his taste for alligator. Nope. Yeah. Well. Well, I'm glad to hear she went to a farm upstate. Yeah, she actually <laughs> did go to a farm upstate. Yeah. Um I think we had talked about before in, in previous episodes, like kind of what's gone on with third party 
and and third party post COVID seeming to be a little bit slower than what we'd experienced in the past. So I'm I'm really hoping to see some new third party stuff. Like like specifically like X Trans Boss has shown some renders of some cool toys. I'd like to see like actual prototypes of those toys as well as some new things um, announced. You know, maybe some other companies with prototypes because I feel like that was an area that I would usually get very excited about at TFCon would be seeing and getting new third party stuff. And I feel that that well is not totally dried up, but it's, it's, it's drier than it used to be. Well, I think the market also got oversaturated like right before COVID. Yeah. And things started to uh, financially uh, get impacted. Not everyone could put out their dream project they wanted to or put out their fifth version of Predaking. Uh, so there's still a lot of things in China that are shut down. And the people who put in an order for 5 million units versus 1,000, they're going to get priority when it comes to manufacturing. So that's probably has something to, to do with it. Of course, there's always, you know, shipping issues as well and cost of plastic and oil. Everything's gone up. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for getting less product. Even official Transformers product. If the quality goes up, though. Yeah. You know, if you give me 10 deluxes a year versus you know, 20, but the parts per figure goes up. And the paint and paint apps per figure goes up. I'm happy with that. I'm happy to pay a little more. Yeah, yeah I'm just you know very curious to see kind of state of the third party world what it looks like at TFCon this weekend. I mean, I feel like that we're probably going to be disappointed because we pretty much. You know, we every year we're like, oh, maybe this will be like, you know, they'll show a ton of stuff off. And I'm sure that there's going to be a handful of things. But, you know, like Rick said, I, I think it's going to be, you know, uh, you know, one or two things that it'll be, you know, kind of ooh and ah about. But for the most part, I, I don't think we're going to see like how you we saw years ago where there's just a zillion prototypes out there. Yeah. No, Tekatron is echoing my sentiment, you know, with some of the XTB stuff with the, the Omnibots and Punch Counterpunch and Nightbeat is one that I'd like to see a lot. Um, so, so yeah, there's there's quite a few things that have been announced and, and we've seen renders of, but, but let me see an actual uh, three-dimensional object. And we're, we're falling back into that, um, that tier a character hole again where every figure coming out is optimus prime yeah 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 right. and we're we're running into the hey how many times can you sell the same yellow camaro to a kid type of situation so there there is potentially going to be a crash but i, I mean i think the thing that's hard though is like you had MMC and you know Planet X and some of the properties that they did, like you know their takes on, like those 
properties are pretty old at this point you know it's like the transformers the war for cybertron video games like it's like what coming up on 15 years probably almost uh by by this point for for those games and then um you know the idw like is losing the license um for you know their uh, so it's like well is it worth it to continually put out uh, figures that reference that where, you know, the numbers weren't even that big uh, in comparison to, uh, you know, G1 or the movie and all that. Well, some stories are eternal. And I would, I would say the last two and a half years of IDW falls, for me, falls in that category. I'm am a little surprised that there haven't been more Marvel Comics based third party toys. But hey, if I can get the entire crew of the Lost Light United W four, I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the one thing that I they're getting there. They're, they're pretty close to MMC with, with their lost light crew. It's like, I, I wish that they could have released like an ultra Magnus, uh, you know, and who knows, maybe they'll, you know, show something like that off eventually, but I don't know. Yeah. I kind of that feel like that Magnus and, um, gosh, that a red alert, man, that red alert was so unique. Yeah. Yeah. Red alert would yeah. be really cool. But I think even like some of the more recent figures that they released to that, I mean, supposedly the the uh, sales numbers weren't that great. I don't know like what the following is for like Rung and Chrome Dome and, and all that. So, you know, some of us like, you know, the stories, you know, touched us. But then there's I, I feel like the, you know, Transformers fandom in general, a lot of people have didn't even like experience that. Well, um, Rung just got reissued. Oh, did he? Yeah. So, he yeah, must it'll have done be, well enough. I, I will say one of the things I'm also looking forward to when it comes to third party, and I forgot about these, is there's a bunch of companies that are doing uh, protective bots, a defensor, and I'd like to see those a little more in person and, and compare those, because that's, that's a, a big bot that I'd, I'd kind of like to make. I've got a ton of third-party Decepticon combiners, uh, MP-scale Decepticon combiners, but only one Autobot, and that's the, the Zeta Superion. So he needs he needs some buddies. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, here's hoping for a Predacang. <laughs> you know, to be fair, though, with, with Predaking... Like, have we actually gotten a G1-ified um, uh, version, this Masterpiece scale? Like, a, a lot of those Predakings were kind of more on the smaller scale. Well, they were also, they're all stylized, too. Right. They're yeah. all, every single Predaking that's come out is all stylized. So the closest we've gotten is the Combiner Wars Titans Return um, Power of the Prime, Predator King, Power of the Prime's uh, battle for the Dinobot Island All Spark, uh, Predator King. 
Yeah, Z- Zoran says and, that he would love to see a monstructor. Didn't Fans Project do one? They did. They did Dino King first, and then they did a monstructor as a box set later on. Right, and the monstructor monstructor was incredibly hard to get. I'm I'm real upset I haven't been able to find one. And they prototyped all the shells for it too, but they never put the shells into production. Well, they had a hard I have, time I have all the it. shells for uh, Dino King. And I, yeah. I absolutely love them, and they double up as piggy banks, which was which was a great, uh, a nice. great little bonus feature. Yeah, they did. They, they had a hard time though, even selling the the shells for the Dino King. Uh, yeah, I mean it makes sense because you kind of started with the lesser known characters in the American audience first, um, and then you know it, it made sense for how they did it with Monstructor. And Dino King in terms of the the robots, but for the shells, it, it doesn't make sense in that regard. No, they should have been sold together as a set, the shell and the robot. I think what they were viewing is that they could sell more units with the price of the shells was pretty hefty, is what I recall, and and they you know didn't think my guess is they didn't think they could sell enough units of both the shell and the robot. Um, you know, and so they did robot only because I mean, for myself, I'm I'm very happy with my Dino King combiner. Um, you know, and I've I've once I put him in the combined mode, he hasn't left that since. In fact, he probably hasn't even changed his pose in 20 years, unless the cleaning lady has knocked him over. Not 20 years, five years, unless the cleaning lady has knocked him over. So, uh, you know, the shells for me would have just been stuck away in a bin. They'd be probably getting all like gummy, plasticky feeling at this point. Catherine has a good prediction that five two toys will announce a train combiner similar to their Devastator. Now the five two toys are they the ones that did the Predaking? Is it the stylized Predaking? Or am I thinking of somebody else? I don't know them off the top of my head. Like the manga anime style Predaking? Yeah, that's what I don't know. I know Catherine has those toys. I just don't know recall like what company does it. Like, it's a really cool-looking set. And I think that they're also yeah. doing a set of, uh, that, whatever that same company, of Legend-scale ones, too, that look really cool for the Predaking. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's an interesting set, and it's just, I don't know, I, because they've made it seven bots, I just don't have the money to plunk into it. Because they've made a gorilla for the lower torso, and they made a wolf that turns into the feet. Um, oh, okay, King Toys. Yeah, thank is what you. She's so that's about. why I couldn't remember. Okay. Five Two Toys did the Voltron, so the box toys, the oh, Beast Box. Beast Box, okay. Things. Yes, okay. they're okay. Devastator. If they have that Devastator on hand in person, I'd, I'd really like to see that because the. The pictures of their their Devastator looks really cool looking. Let me throw something out there at you guys. Back when third party was like became a huge thing, and I was getting like every version of Predator King that came out, and every Defensor, every everything third party came out. At what point does it get to the point where it's like I've got four Defensors? Or, or, I'm sorry, four Devastators. Do I need another Devastator? Oh, but this one's more tune accurate. Uh, uh, all right. What do I do with my other ones, then? 
but you can say that of like yeah. Hasbro figures too. You know, it's like uh, yeah, the... but they don't cost the same as third party figures, right? And third party figures, I would I would argue that Hasbro figures hold their value more than third party figures. It depends on the I'd third party that. figure. Like, so if you're the fifth version of Predaking, yeah, like none of those held their value, but there's, there's certain versions of, of figures that actually like, um, have, have held their value pretty well or have gone up. Um, but yeah, it just, it just really depends on I'm, the figure and the scarcity. I'm pretty sure that you can still buy a spin out for 15 bucks. That was, that was the MP version of Sunstreaker. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Fifteen bucks, huh? And it was a pretty great toy. But then here comes MP Sunstreaker and everyone's like, Nope. I mean, have I, official. It, you know, for myself, what I like with third party is I tend to like some of the versions that are more stylized. Um or it's something that I'm gonna be pretty certain that's not gonna be done. Um by mp so again the combiners a lot of combiners are a little more stylized you know i've got i've got orden the the um uh abominus combiner i've got the the Piranicon third-party combiner um you know like i said i got dino king i've got hades the the um the leo kaiser one and, and you know, again i don't see that many companies redoing those combiners number one uh and that many company or even hasbro doing those combiners so at least not mp scale so i mean to me it's sort of go after what's something that that is not going to be likely easily replaced i mean if you go ahead and buy a third-party sound wave yeah you're you're probably going to get another third-party sound wave coming out in six months so you know that's that's part of what I do. Like last year, the, the guy that I got that I was really excited about was the, um, the Phoenix star screen. This is, this is a unique toy. This is a unique design. This is not going to be something that's going to be coming out from another company, uh, you know, version of this in, in the next year or so. So I was very happy with this and the price on it was definitely worth it when you compare it to like how freaking big it is. So, I don't know. It, it depends on what you want to collect, but that's that's helped me. But that brings me back to my Optimus Prime query, where every single Optimus Prime third-party figure comes out is straight-up animated style. Like, based right off the G1 cartoon. So, something's got to give. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Something does have to give, and to, to me, at the end of the day, it's one of those things that, you know, that's partially why we've seen some third-party companies not making new toys and why some did not come back after COVID. Yeah, you have one bad run and, you know, yeah. they're Spencer all over again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure the margins on those toys, like, you're right. If you have a one, one figure or two figures that don't sell well, you're, you're SOL. All right. I feel like, uh, you know, half the companies got knocked out by one guy. I mean, not necessarily him himself, but, you know, that added enough uncertainty Shrapnel. into it. So, Yeah. 
This is um, Fruit of the Loom Boys Briefs. This is Revenge of the Fallen. Size six. So, so like, you just stop you in a Walmart and you're like, hey, honey, I'm sorry. Got to go check the kids' underwear section to see if they have new Transformers uh, underoos. Uh, you know, there was one time that I got a weird response from someone. It was at a Walmart. It was when the first movie was about to come out. And all the toys had hit the market. And uh, it was the day all the toys came out. And I took a shopping cart. And I filled up the entire shopping cart. With one or two of everything I could find. Right? If I can find two, great. If I found one, great. And I'm talking like the Blast Effects, the Deluxes, the Voyagers, the Leader. And then I went to the shoe. I got the shoes. I got the party hats. I got everything. And the bill that day came to like 800 something dollars. And uh, the lady was just like, mm, mm. She kept ringing things up. She's like, oh, mm, mm, mm. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've got a problem. You don't need to, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, your commentary. I understand it's a lot of money, but, you know, it's a sickness. So just please. And, and yeah, that I feel was like with someone working at Walmart, ago. you're not going to. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, you're one? not going to get a lot of sympathy That's from 15. someone who's working at Walmart. 15, yeah. And Rick, did you get the, uh, the suckers? Where it's got the, the, the pegs on the back where you, it makes them punch? Yes. Yes. Those ones, speaking of things exploding, those did not explode, but those melted. Yes. And I have a temperature controlled area. But those still melted and got all over the bottom of the case. Uh, I think I, I remember always, you telling us that. I, I always found those amusing because it, it looked like the Megatron was like yanking on his nipples or something whenever he did that. Yeah, it's it's that was weird. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna have to find those and photograph those too. Yeah. Yeah, st- stuff like candy. It's it's kind of hard to keep from from breaking down after after so long. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, I see this stupid thing every once in a while when I'm going through my stuff. Rockon 2002, I've still got the suck. Yeah, so do I. Nobody has a clear one anymore. They've yeah. all crystallized. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think uh, we should hit our final thoughts. Uh, Philberto, any final thoughts? I'll be very candid. The thing I'm looking forward to the most is, is seeing a bunch of you folks and, and other friends that I haven't seen since last year and, uh, yeah, getting, you know, intoxicated with quite a few of you. Uh, Lu- Lucasan. Uh, so I was going to mention Book Club this week is going to be apparently at the Field Museum, uh, according to Zaldron. So, so check that out if you uh, want to go to the chicago field museum talk is uh, zaldron actually going to be there so it sounds like yeah zaldron so i'm going to actually get to meet zaldron stuff. yeah i thought zaldron was like pepe sylvia like the guy doesn't exist right these guys are so sick i've i've met zaldron before so i'm not sure i believe you 
You think you've met Zaldron. I, I think Zaldron <laughs> is just is just Duran spelled backwards. There you go. That that would that wouldn't make sense though, because if it was, then just simply saying the name would cause him to, to get sucked back into his dimension. <laughs> so. I understood that reference. Yes. Uh-huh. McSixelplex. But yeah, I don't know if any of the other uh, TFLP peeps uh, from the TF Talk Discord are, are going to be there or not. I know um, so it sounds like there's going to be a couple others uh, as well. So it'll be exciting to meet uh, some of them. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm just looking forward to seeing all you guys. It's been a while. Uh, I guess the last TFCon pretty much uh, in uh, Baltimore. So, except for Anna, you see her a lot. Well, we actually uh, don't uh, see each other all that often uh, anymore, just because we're so busy. So, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I don't remember the last time I saw Serge and Paul in person. So even even those dudes, this will be, yeah, you know, uh, been a while. Yep. So it'll be fun. So. All right, then. So next time we broadcast, hopefully it'll be from TFCon. It'll probably be pre-recorded, but... More than likely, just because be... I know the Wi-Fi is always, like, weird. So, yeah, we'll pr- probably what we'll do is record something and then put that up for the show next week. Is more than likely. Yes. So... Very well. So that was episode 500. This is this is five hundred. Well, we're we're through five hundred of these. So instead of is doing really a um, yeah, a you know flashback yeah. episode or yeah. a best of episode, we we just we just talked about a convention. Well, I mean, I guess we could do a best of, and uh, it's, sorry, there isn't time. No, no. So I don't know if we're having a microcasters this week or not. Um, I'll just check with Anna. It kind of depends on if she's still pricing robots. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, Lucas, I will need you to come to at least one of my panels. I'm going to get everyone to scream, cut the tape. And that's going to be the intro to the show. Okay. So you're going to have to record that somehow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zabron will appreciate that. Fair enough. So, well, and, and thank you, Jim, also for uh, popping on, too. It's been too long. Not a problem. A, a legacy character shows up. Wow. Yes, yes. A reissue. Using the original tooling. Yes. But with a new hat. It's right. No, that's just a glare. He's got a new hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to thank everyone in the chat uh, tonight. So, you know, thanks to Zaldron and Ron. Uh, you know, Anno's there, popped in earlier. Uh, Control Mage, 86. Uh, let's see, we had Transformatics. Uh, we had Tekatron. And uh, let's see who else did I, did I miss anyone else? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, too. You know, um, Transformers uh, Hand Sanitizer and uh, Lip Balm Combo. You know, uh, kind enough to sponsor our show this week. So thank you very much for that. Don't forget to pick that up. Candy, just one. Yeah. As well as uh, Transformers Firefly, 
clean and protect. When you have to protect your teeth from cavities, make sure you clean them with Bumblebee. And, and if too you bad we never got a second aware, season. Rick has two panels, not one, but two. So yes, yes, I, I, and I might show up to both. Who knows? One, one is on Friday before the show actually starts, and then the other one's on Sunday after the show ends. Right after the show closes, I'm having my. My other panel. Yes. Yes. So there you go. But uh, yeah, we'll be roaming around the show. So if anyone is at TFCon Chicago, come say hi. Have a good time. I will sign autographs. There there you go. There you go. So, all right. Well, thank you guys. And we will see you at TFCon. Bring money. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. Ha <laughs> ha!